Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Well, hello everyone out there. Welcome to Uphill Conversations. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm glad you can join me as you are living your life and heading towards your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true. You can be more, do more, and have more. Hey, I'm going to give a little shout out to my son, Luke, who crafted this new intro music. I mean, he's like a little scientist in there. He goes in his his domicile with all of his gear, and he just threw it together. I think it's called like Continuity Vibe or something. It'll be in the show notes. But hey, thanks to my boy making music. So this is episode 80, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you and sharing some helpful tips, uh, give you some information and inspiration as a good ride-along partner should. And by the way, if you didn't know, today is March the 8th, and it is, in case you didn't know, International Women's Day. Um, and if you don't know what that is, for those of you who do not, it's a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. The day also marks a call to action for accelerating gender parity. If I were you, Google it, International Women's Day. Get involved. Get involved and participate. It is a great thing. And uh, I try to think uh, I love my mom. And so for me, I always grew up that every day to me because my mom was a great leader to myself and my older brother when she, as a, especially as a single mom, um, great leader to us. And she made a big difference in our lives. Um but before I uh, get into the topic today, I want to share with you that I'm going to post Monday the 12th, I believe it's the 12th, um, it's going to be the first of hopefully many videos for what I call TGIM, or actually we're going to use hashtag TGIM, thank God it's Monday, put up a couple of posts of quotes and things like that, but now we're going to be moving into some video, a little bit longer form and format. Uh, and it's my hope that um, you know whoever watches the videos will get some inspiration to add to their lives and to their work week or to the things that they're doing and how they're showing up in the world. Ultimately, I want to see people grow. That's what I always want, personally, professionally, um, experience true change and transformation. Um, I, have, I have people ask me, you know, hey, if you can just use one word to explain why you do what you do, and I can only answer with one word. And I say, it's people. So if you get a chance, you can check out the videos by going to the website where you'll, it's, uh, that's at uphillconversations.co. And that's where you'll find all the social channels. Everything's located on the website. Um, also, please subscribe to the show um, on the website as well. You can subscribe there or iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone who would be a great guest on the show, someone that you know goes uphill, man, they know that their current condition doesn't match their emerging future and anything worth having is uphill, and they put in the work, and they understand what it means to keep going, man, go to the website, click on that, 
you know, be a guest on the show, fill out that information for them. We'll get notification and we'll, we'll check it out. Or you may be listening and say, Hey, I got something I could add to that show. Please do. I would love to get you on the show with us. Um, also rate and review the show. You can do that at iTunes and Stitcher. Um, like, follow, and share on your social media channels. And we appreciate all of those that you, uh, those that have done that and reached out to us. So thank you so much. We appreciate you and allowing us to serve you. Um, and by the way, I know I keep teasing this, but we're working on gathering the new co-hosts. Um, and there are three right now. I'm pretty sure it's, e- it's either going to be two or three, but uh, we're going to do an introductory podcast with all of them. Unfortunately, there's been some travel, some sickness, and some other things that have been going on, but we're going to get them all together, and we're going to riff. We're going to have a great time introducing each one of them, what they do, how they show up into the world, and then just see what happens, but we plan on having some fun because this is a motley crew for sure. <laughs> I can just tell you. So, But let's, let's jump into this show um, and this topic for today. I want to share some thoughts about discovering and regularly doing what I call the three R's. And those three R's deal with rest, replenish, and re-energize. So it's rest, replenish, re-energize. Those are the three R's. I want to inspire you to make them a priority and embrace them regularly when it comes to developing positive habits or, or being able to reach goals. I want these three things, that whatever it is, being close to people, being with your family and relationships, I want you to listen to these three R's. They're simple, but make them front and center if you could. And I would like for you to, as you're listening, to just recognize the how valuable they can be to you. And also as a good coach, I'm going to ask some questions because I get to coach every day. I want to be a good coach. I want to be a better coach. And so as I coach every day and with the people that I meet, it's always about questions for me. So not only will I share this information with you, but I'm going to have some questions for you to think about. And remember, the goal here is for you to turn these three R's into habits. I want them to become habits for you because the results, I promise, are unmistakable. So let me do the first one, rest. For some, this is easy, and for others, it's not. Rest. You know what I mean? For me, I've been bad about that. I'm I'm bad at resting. Even sleeping, I'm bad at sleeping. I know some people that can sleep through anything. Um, <laughs> I, I can just think back uh, to times where I, mean, I could have band practice, and my wife could just be, this is years ago when we first started dating, she could be passed out on the couch in our band room, which had a full PA and everything, amps jacked up, singing. I could even scream her name really loud in the microphone. She could just to keep sleeping. Um, and some people, they're able to do that. And uh, hey, that's a great superpower, I guess. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm terrible at resting in general. Um, and resting doesn't mean, you know, it's not all about movement. It's also my mind. You know, I tell people a mind at ease brings the soul so much rest um, because um, a good friend of mine and someone who um, I look up to, she shared that, you know, the mind is not supposed to be in charge of the spirit or the soul. It's supposed to be the other way around. The mind should be serving the spirit and the soul. The true person on the inside 
should be getting served by the mind. That's why it's so important to know who you are and how you're showing up. So lately, though, I can just tell you this when it comes to rest. For the last two and a half weeks, I have been sleeping like a baby, like a happy baby, a fed, changed, comfortable, warm, snuggled up, like balled up, you know, nestled baby. And it has been awesome because normally I'm a two to three hour sleeper and that's it. So no, I'm not taking any medications or I'm having one or two extras of anything. I'm just sleeping. And, um, and there's some things that I've experienced that have been helping me with that. And I'm really getting clear and or getting clarity on it. And it's because of, I'll start with this quote, and this is, you know, a little bit of inspiration for me to, uh, or what inspired me to share what I'm going through with you today, these three R's that I've tried to do in my life, but I want to do better. But it's by Josephine Rathbone. And this is what she says here. If we could learn how to balance rest against effort, calmness against strain, quiet against turmoil, we would assure ourselves of joy in living and psychological health for life. That's so good. But see, it's not just for the psychological health for life either. You know, this is this is physical too. It's emotional, spiritual well-being and benefit is tied into that. Just that first part, if we could learn how to balance rest, rest against effort, like learn how to do that, you know? I think it's so important that we, we've got to learn more about rest and, and what we need, how much of it we actually need and how important it is to our lives. And, and as I'm talking about these three R's, I just I have to say this to you. You need to have an open mindset and not only an open mind, but you have to have a growth mindset because the goal here is to be contemplative and reflective. That's the part where I'm saying not just go, 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 go physically. But I'm even talking about just the mind still spinning because my mind will go all the time. And that's why I was having rough time sleeping because I'd have to get up. I have to write something down. I, I go to bed. My mind's working on the problem. Wakes me up. I have to do something. And it, it just was not good. But now I'm at this spot where I'm getting more done because I'm treating rest differently. I'm finding times and and space in my day to just be still, to, you know, put two feet on the floor, lean back in my chair and not lay back, but just sit straight up with my back against, you know, the with my back against the back of the chair in a good posture, hands touching my legs. And instead of just letting my mind run, I just release all my thoughts and I just feel, just feel what's going on inside of me. So much better for me right now. So, you know, what will rest provide? You know, if you're, if you're going to rest, it's so important, you need to be open to this. Well, it gives you room for contemplation and reflection, right? But if you're going to rest, let me tell you some ways that you can find rest. Here's some things that I, they're, I think they're very elementary, but we just need to do it. Turn down the volume on things. Like you got too many things going, you're maybe multitasking too much. I mean, just in just life in general, learn to turn down your own noise, turn it down. 
Also, get alone. And I'm not talking about isolating yourself from people to for the sake of isolation. I'm talking about learn to be able to get alone, to be still. Allow yourself to have some quiet, peace, stillness, stillness, where quiet is the sound. That's what you're looking for. You want to find ways to unwind so you can be still and quiet yourself. Tell your mind it's time for you for you not to feel. Tell your mind, hey, mind, you're not allowed to feel. This is not about you. It's not about how you're feeling, but it's a time for you to feel me, what I feel in my body. So mind, no. Me, my spirit, my soul, yes, this is my time. Sit down, close your eyes, steady your breathing, chill, do whatever you feel you need to do, but be still. So with rest, I want to say, here's some questions that I would like for you to ask yourself. You know, what are the most restful places I can think of that are in proximity to me? And I want you to remember this word, proximity, because at the end, I'm going to talk a lot about it. But proximity is important. Rest needs to be in proximity, needs to be nearby. You need to keep it there. You need to know where you can find it. So ask yourself. What are the most restful places I can think of that are in proximity to me? How will I use my time of rest? That's another question. Allow yourself to think about that. How am I going to use that time of rest? And then what do I need to change to get the rest I require and deserve to have? You got to say, what do I need to change? I got to do something. You don't have to make an adjustment because most people say, well, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't even have time to think. And, And I get that. I understand that, but man, we have to find a way. Rest is very important. So the first of the three R's is rest. The second is replenish. And I love this one. So my point of view when it comes to replenishment, it's all about filling back up. And um, I don't know about you, you know, but as much as I'm fulfilled in the work that I do and working with other people that I serve and being able to coach and, and help them bring things out, I, I cannot just give beyond what I have in the tank. I know this. There is no way possible that I can give more than I actually have inside. And in some cases, I've used up the reserves inside of me as well. I mean, I had something tucked away, you know, a little extra that I was saving the, of, of my fuel, you know, that was in me, that, that, that good stuff. And then I used it up. And then there were times, you know, um, I'll admit it um, and say it. And, and this is what most of us need to be aware of as well. We don't give our best. We think we are. We think just because we're doing our task or we're doing our work and we're putting it, well, I got the job done. But it, but it wasn't you. It wasn't your best. But I've done that. I've neglected my reservoir. And as a result, I was running on fumes, you know, so to speak. And I didn't supply what was lacking or I didn't replenish what was lacking or used up in me. I was, I was out. So once again, this is not just about filling back up but it's keeping yourself close again. Here's this word, proximity, to the things that replenish you. Getting near them. What replenishes you? You know, I want you to imagine if you had a cantaloupe, right? And you you cut the top off of it. Like just cut down maybe about two, three inches. Say it's a big, nice one. And you just 
cut the top off of it and 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 you just begin scraping out all the meat, all the good stuff right out of it. And you just hollowed it out until you were just left with the rind. When you don't replenish yourself, I promise you, the more you go and go and go and go, that's what you're going to feel like. You're going to get to the point where you're just down to the rind and all the meat and the good stuff is gone. You can encounter people, you know, every day. And what they need from you, they're going to need a voice, a kind word or help or just an attentive listening ear. And even that in your encounter can just feel like too much. And that's what's rough when you haven't been replenished. It's just, it hurts because you wish you could, but you can't. You try, but it's not there. You're tapped out. Your creativity can suffer when you're not replenishing. I mean, you could literally just, I mean, you run out of, it feels like you have no ideas. They're there. You're just worn out. And I know the times that I've done that where I've lacked the creativity, so it's a copy-paste thing. And we can end up in just a template mode of just reproducing sameness and doing the same thing over and over and then giving the same thing. And when it comes to work, when you're doing that, you know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a person that signed the front of a check and the back of a check. So I know what it's like, you know, when you're signing the front of the check and you're giving it to someone that you can just see that they're, they're just not giving the best. That's tough. But when you're the person signing the back of the check, you know, a lot of people just say, well, as long as I'm getting paid. Well, for me, when I sign the back of the check, my first question is, you know, should I be backing up to get this check, you know, or can I face this person, look them in their eyes when they hand me that check and know that I'm worth that and more. But if you're not replenishing yourself, man, your creativity can suffer. Your ability to to just do new things, greater things. It's just too hard. So getting replenished, it'll make a world of difference. So how can you do that, right? Well, obviously, we already said rest. So rest is helpful. What about, you like music? You know, music is a way to replenish. Play some play some music. Turn it up loud. Dance. Get crazy. Well, how about writing something? Go watch a comedy. You know, laugh. Go look at art. I tell you what, play with play with kids, but play with kids like a kid. <laughs> That's different. Um, how about how about uh, play like a kid with other adults? There's one you can try. <laughs> so adults acting like kids, that would be great. And I'm not talking about just. Well, anyways, we'll skip past that. Get myself in trouble here. Um, and and this is one I've always wanted to do, and I'm yet to do it yet. But how about this? You know, you want to replenish yourself. Because we're talking about refueling, man. Doing things that's just going to fill you back up, fill your tank up. Have a random disco party, okay? I And if you do this, if anyone has done this or you do it, I want to see pictures, okay? But have a random disco party and have everyone who attends wear polyester suits. Like, everything has to be polyester, man. I'm talking bell bottoms, big, gigantic collars. I mean, I'm talking all the way, right? And make the theme all around... Saturday Night Fever. I'm talking Travolta. I'm talking BGS. <laughs> so I just had to throw that in there for some replenishment. But hey, here's some questions you can ask yourself when it comes to replenishing. And um, 
How about this? Do I know what fills me up? Ask yourself that question. Take some time. What fills me up? In all actuality, what really replenishes me? How can I do more of what fills me up? And that's, remember when I talked about earlier with rest? So you can, you're able to be contemplative and reflective. Rest is important for how are you going to do these things? You know, how are you going to answer these questions? Contemplate, reflect. How can I do more of the things that fill me up? Do I need more laughter and joy? Maybe that's something you need. What friend do I have that every time I'm with them, I feel alive? And even every time I'm with them, I feel fulfilled. How can I spend more time with those people or that individual? So those are some questions that I want to kind of help you along the way to think about that second R, replenish. And then the third one, last one here is re-energize. Now, this is a big one. It means, check this out, re-energize means to give fresh vitality, enthusiasm, or impetus, a moving force, impulse, stimulus. So don't confuse replenishing and re-energizing, okay? So replenishing, I want you to view that as just filling it back up. You know, it's like my car. It's full, right? But to me, the re-energizing is like the tune-up. It's like because I need fire to get my engine to go and the gas in order to get me go, to get me where I want to go. So I definitely want this fresh vitality. When I re-energize, I want that fresh vitality. I want that fresh enthusiasm. I want a I want to be a moving force. I want that impulse inside of me and that stimulus, right? Because I want to make a difference in the world. So we all know cause and effect, response to stimuli. I want to create change. So I'm all in for this. And I'm cool with having impactful moments. You know, a lot of people have an impactful moment, but I'm, I'm more interested in impactful movements. I want to do more. I want to turn my moments just... I want to make them a movement. So I'm going to really need to be re-energized in all the things that I do. And if I'm not re-energized, it's just going to happen, you know, but more than likely it's going to happen without me. Things are going to go out, going to go big and great and wonderful all around me, but I won't be involved because I'm not re-energizing myself. I'm not resting, not replenishing, and I'm not re-energizing. So this is all about your ability to not just push on. That's not what we're talking about. Not re-energize like, oh, if I could just press through. No, that's not what we're talking about. This is about your ability to serve others, truly self-actualize and make a difference because you're going to get proof and evidence of what you're capable of, what your what your what your what is your potential and the potential that you have and how it can be released and how it can be maximized. That's why you need this re-energizing piece. It's got to be a part of your life. So, re-energizing will get you in sync to be a high performer, and that's a big one for me. So I get rest, that helps me with my contemplation and my reflection. I replenish. That's going to fill me up. And then I re-energize. That right there is, that's my mobility, man. That's my movement. That's my, that's, that's, that's where I'm going to be able to be a, a force, a moving force with enthusiasm, fresh vitality. That's what I want. That's what I want to have happen. 
And I also want that proof and evidence of what I'm capable of. And my, my potential is depending on me being re-energized. Re-energizing will get you in sync to be that high performer. And, and as it relates to that, I, I have a, a great quote by, um, I believe it's John Lohr. Uh, John Lohr and Tony Swartz, actually. Energy, check this out, not time, is the fundamental currency of high performance. So when you think about that, we're always wondering about investing in the time. And here, it's actually, we need to be investing in the energy. So energy, not time, is the fundamental currency of high performance. Re-energizing is more about how much energy we invest in the time we have. That's what it is. So if you want to think of a, a way to look at re-energizing yourself is it's more about how much energy you invest in the time that you have. So I'm going to drop a few things here for you. So if you want to re-energize, well, you, can, you need to re-engage. You need to re-engage your purpose and what, what makes you want to get up in the morning. That's what you got to do. You got to re-engage your passion. You got to get plugged in into people who speak vision and want to con they want contact with you to go deeper into things, to go deeper into life, go deeper into purpose. They don't they don't want to be on the surface with shallow stuff. They don't want to walk around and just do pretend things. They really want to make an impact. Write out what you want your legacy to be. Like what do you want it to be? What do you want it to say? Write out what you want it to be. That's a way to re-energize yourself. I got one. How about go volunteer with people or an organization that desires to add value to the lives of others? Witness the impact and the transformation that you see. Witness it. See it. Capture it. Write it down and then tell that story. I mean, you you will be changed when you see um, from working with people that are uh, in foster care or going to a pretrial, helping pretrial intervention, young young people that get in trouble or going to do a, a visit to a prison and and just spend time with people. Go go rebuild upstate or, ha- um, uh, I mean, homes for hope are around here, Habitat for Humanity. There's so many things that you can do. And wherever you are, look for those opportunities and serve. So here's some questions I'd ask myself when it comes to re-energizing. What am I passionate about? And what do I care about? Remember, be contemplative and reflective as part of your rest. How can I give more to those things? That's a good question to ask yourself. How about this? Here's a question. Who do I know that is rested, replenished, and re-energized? And how can I join them or spend more time with them? That's a good one to ask yourself. So as I wrap up here, I have two questions that I want to put out there for you. The first one is, what depletes you and how can you minimize your exposure to it? It is so important for you to know what it is that's depleting you. What, what, is, what is taking your energy? What is messing up your rest? What's draining you? What is draining your tank? You have to, you have to be able to, to ask that question. What depletes you? And how can you minimize your exposure to it? 
And I know it could be tough because you may have people in your life that you just can't go away from. They're there. But you have to figure out that proximity. You have to, I know this is a matter of boundaries and limits. There's so many deeper places to go here. But remember, you need to rest. That rest is contemplative and reflective as well. But the second question is how accessible are the things that help me rest, replenish, and re-energize me? Because once again, I want those nearby. Some things, the things that deplete me, I want to know their proximity. I don't want them that close to me. And I know sometimes I have to be in situations where something's closer to me than I want it to be. However, if I have control, I want the things that deplete me far away, but the things that help me rest, replenish, and re-energize as it relates to proximity, I want them near me. What are they? So for instance, if you really like music, is your phone, do you have a set list, a playlist already set in your phone? Is it there? If it's if it's a favorite uh, comedy, if it's like if you're a Seinfeld person or whatever comedy you like, if you like comedians, you know, and you're in your car and you like listening to comedy, I mean, put on Sirius Radio, right? And you got the comedy channel. Whatever it is, that you have. Is it a book of art that you like? Is it you're a person that likes to, you know, go into an old bookstore? Do you know where that bookstore is? How, how, when can you get there? How soon can you get there? Is it a friend, a neighbor? Do you know, have you made enough to, uh, taken the time to, uh, make enough room in your schedule to be able to spend more time with that type of person? Remember, you want to keep these things in proximity. You want to know where they are. You want to know their availability. So there you have it. Your three R's, rest, replenish, re-energize. So thank you for listening in to another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember your current condition does not match your emerging future. Anything worth having is uphill, but you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. And always remember you can be more, do more, and have more. Your reasons for being, doing, and having are for you to figure out and no one else. But hey, most importantly, you will see me on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at uphillconversations.co. See you on the hill.